how do you feel about ultimatums? Those work? You think there's like a real thing? We're going to do another follow-up Friday today where we follow up with a person that wrote in for Ask My Mom. And she was has been waiting a year, right, for him to finally commit to her. They've been dating kind of casually. He's been going through a lot of crazy stuff. Now her ultimatum, I just don't know if this is the right way to make this thing work today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hi, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. So glad you're here. Guess what? Feel good podcast. Me, my mom, you. Okay? We're we're living, we're laughing, we're loving our moms, and that's what's all about today on the show with my co-host Nancy Yancey. Hi mom. Hi, honey. Have you filled out your census info yet? I have. I have not. Okay. And I know it was due at the very beginning of the year. So I get home today and there's a letter on my doorstep. And apparently somebody from the census has stopped by while I was gone. Gone today. Oh. Um, and they it literally says it says, please use one of the options to complete the twenty twenty census questionnaire within the next two days. Uh-huh. Underline. Deadline. In the next two days. Right. And then it gives me the way to do it, right? And then it says you are required by law. To respond to the 2020 census. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, what's the worst case scenario if you don't? Like, that's <laughs> such a weird threat. You know, like uh-huh. you require by law. Like, am I going to go to jail if I don't <laughs> fill out the 2020 census? Like, what's yeah. the absolute worst case scenario? Let me, I'm going to Google this. What happens? What is the punishment <laughs> for not filling out the, here we go. Um, by census law, <laughs> census law, apparently it's census law, okay. refusal to answer all or part of the census carries a $100 fine. The penalty goes up to $500 for giving false answers. Really? In 1976, Congress eliminated both the possibility of a 60 day sent, uh, prison sentence for non-compliance and a one year prison sentence for a false answer. <laughs> I had no idea. I can't believe that in 1995, you could end up going to prison because you didn't fill out your census form. That is crazy. Like, can you imagine being locked up and you're in prison and people are like, so what are you here for? And you're like, (laughs) I didn't fill out my census form. <laughs> yeah, and you're in there with mass murderers. Yeah, like, oh, it's getting, it's getting. I feel like the census is getting very clingy. They're getting mm. very clingy over here. I don't even know, like, yeah. like what is this, what does the census even do? I don't even know. But I, it's been one of those things that is so not important in my life that I just keep pushing it off because mm-hmm. I just don't care. Does that make me like a a, a not model citizen of the Ooh. United States because I just don't care about filling out my census form? <laughs> no. And even when you get my data, it's not even going to be that interesting. It's just me here with my dog. You know, it's nothing that's going to be groundbreaking for changing any type of anything. It has an impact on how much federal funding your community gets. Oh, well, okay. So it is important. If we can get just a little bit more funding, then I guess I can take the 
And it literally, yeah, it literally takes no time to do it. <laughs> it's just funny to me. It's so <laughs> going to prison. But I Imagine didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't even realize you could be fined for that. I didn't mind a long time ago. Did you talk about your little victory this week? Oh, we didn't talk about little victories, did we? So, <laughs> little victories is the um. No, it, it's when you focus on like the little things in your life. We're not talking, I don't want to hear about you having your baby or your new job promotion or your new house or whatever. We want to talk about like the little victories that you're having in your life because like those don't get celebrated enough, right? Mm-hmm. So my little victory this week was there've been like these little projects around my house that have been like too annoying to handle. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're not big. They're mm-hmm. little projects, but almost like too small to worry about them. Mm-hmm. For example, like paint on the uh window trim, right? It's annoying. It's mm-hmm. not, not a big deal. It's not like no one's gonna die and my paint's chipping off of my window seal, or like my gate was broken to my uh that goes up my driveway. I I had it fixed. I finally got it fixed. And like I've been staring at it forever. It's like one of the things that's just a mind suck it just sucks your energy because you just keep looking at it like oh yeah i'm gonna get to him and you, you almost ignore it after a while mm-hmm. because it's just you just get used to it being broken right. so my little victory this week is the fact that i got two little projects done that needed to be done but i just had kind of pushed them off uh for for long enough okay mom mm-hmm. your little victory for the week my little victory for the week um is that i called back a dear friend this week and had a wonderful conversation. I've been putting off calling her back just to have enough time to talk to her. And yeah, then yeah. it became stupid. It's like, right. what do you mean? You have all the time in the world. Just go sit down and call her. And I did. And we had a wonderful hour and 15-minute conversation. It oh, was good. great. It was great. I know, catch after, like, after like four days, I always feel like a jerk. You know, like, exactly. why haven't I found time to like, you back and then it like almost gets awkward because you almost have to be like oh my god i'm so sorry i didn't call you back i but there's no excuse right now at all why somebody can't call somebody back unless you literally have the coronavirus maybe right uh, so it's true it. we just have to take the time yeah. for those little things and i was so glad i did because it was terrific for for her i hope and definitely for me it's a good one. It's so, a good one. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. And then we're going to put this on our Facebook page too because we want to know what your little victory was for the weekend. Look for it. Like, like celebrate something little that you did this week. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing ever, but just a little victory. So um, so dad does want to come on the podcast today. Is that he said yesterday's show was boring, so he thinks he can spice it up today? <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. He just okay. said, you know, I mean, with your secret mission, it limits – what we can talk about right now. So, yeah, yeah. you know, Jim's always got something going on. I know he does. Well, he's you want to go? He's always you working go get him? on something. You want to yeah. go grab him and we can uh, check in with him and see. I'm sure he's got something to. He's had some victories this week. This is oh, little, good. This is little victories day, right? Right. Okay. So he's had some victories this week. So I'm sure he'll be happy to share those with you. We'll go grab him Hang and let's on. see what's uh, what's going on. Hang on. It's coming from far away this time. I mean, that plays his own theme song. In case you're new to the. <laughs> oh boy. Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> It always takes progressively longer, too. 
Here we go. Zach is going to put his earplugs in. Or his, All righty. Give me Mac earphones. here. Friday. Hey. What's happening, son? Mom said that you thought that yesterday's show was boring. <laughs> she tells you everything. Yeah, you can't you can't get nothing past me anymore. I can't be I can't have a secret. I know. Well, sorry I didn't live up, to, live up to your standards. I expected yesterday to come on and talk to you about bidets, but mom said you didn't want to discuss the bidets. <laughs> yeah. What is uh what is your stance on bidets and, and, and why don't you want to talk about them? You know, you were right when you said I didn't want any water, you know, where it doesn't supposed to go. <laughs> yeah. So, right. I just think, you know, I've, I've heard about them and I knew they were in Europe. Right. I just had no desire to try one. So, right. And I'm <laughs> Not in my the same fourth quarter of life and I haven't tried one and I might just, you know, make it through my whole life without trying. One. <laughs> There's some things you're just okay going out without having to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I made it. it this far. I get it. I get it. And I went to um, Vietnam and all that. You, you know the story. Yeah, Three kids. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And never once used a bidet. You still can still tell the tale. That's right. So somehow hey. you made it through. I mean, the concept of it's not bad, right? Like it'd be like right. anything you'd wash. It would make sense. But I just, I just don't know how the first time you use that, the unexpectedness of the, uh, you know, the little squirt seems just uh, like too much. It's, too, it sounds too much. like it might feel like an enema. Yeah, I know. Like, how do you know? Who's the first person to test, like, the water pressure, too? You know? Oh, like, God. That's the problem here. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes the shower almost almost brings blood to my face. So, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not down there. No, well, no, no, she's, no, no. She's pretty, she seems like she's pretty, uh, pretty interested in, in trying to put one in. I mean, is that something you're going to put your foot down on? Are you just going to go with it? You know how we, there's a process here and nothing mm-hmm. happens the first time. So we're going through this process and who knows how many years it'll take, but <laughs> to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Well, I, I, my dad was getting on to me this week. He's over here trying to sell merch and there's no, no merch available for him to sell. What happened <laughs> with that? What was the deal? You don't have any. How can I sell it? <laughs> How can I sell when so, you don't have any? What's wrong with this organization? So we are a tad low on on merch right now, which is great. It's a great problem to have. Um, yeah. September 1st, we should be launching some new merch. So it's coming up in about, what, uh, about 10 days from now. Um, but so you're out there hustling, trying to sell these last couple of shirts, and I don't have any shirts to sell. Now I feel bad because I, I give my dad a hard time. He doesn't want to, you know, he's up. I'm like, you need to be out working harder for this podcast. You need to be getting more certified fans and selling merch. So who are you trying to sell merch to? This was Tim and Elizabeth Toller. They've been, uh, uh, she's been a fan, I think, for a while. She's listened to every one of your, every one of your episodes. Plus, they call me complaining. And, you know, I'm <laughs> saying, oh. And I said, I can, don't worry, I can get some. I, I can go to the top. <laughs> I go to the top, but you don't have yep. to go through online. Watch this. I'll get them and I'll, I'll, I'll just overnight them to you. <laughs> <laughs> and dad reached out to me thinking I had some kind of pull. I'm like, listen, whatever you see in the store, that's what you're going to get. So <laughs> well, I, listen, I, I feel like I, I let everyone down in this whole situation. Sorry. There's not, not more merch right now to, uh, to buy. Well, 
we got to hit it when it's hot, but these people waited, <laughs> they waited too long. Well, that's uh, right. That's what I'm saying. It sold out a lot faster than I thought. So yeah, the t-shirts maybe it's just a, a good, a good reminder for next time, which is when the merch comes out and you want to get it, just grab it. Just grab I it. That's very nice of them to uh, told her wanted one. Uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's my dad's best friend. Yeah. yeah from, uh, he's a very conservative best friend. How long have you been best friends? Uh, let's see. Uh, it's been about uh, 15 years. You think it's too wild for him? You, you think this yeah, show is too wild yeah, for him? I, yeah. I can't wait to see him. I would love to see him. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to challenge everybody once everybody gets their merch is to go online and or go out and post them on Facebook or something and let's have a little contest and you know yeah. you know everybody My show dad, up with your merch. I, I don't know though because there's a lot of people that have been buying. I mean, I saw I saw somebody haul somebody's hauled the other day. They had. The toddler shirt, they had the wine glass, they had the the onesie, they had the coffee mug. So I don't know. My dad always wants to think he's going to have the most merch, but I don't know if uh, I'm going to take that title. Aunt Charlene, your sister is out here. She may be the biggest spender of everybody. Well, I don't think so. You know, I, I think, I think she we might are be. so far. I don't know. We'll have to go back and I'll, don't uh, worry. I'll, I'll, I'll add it up. Yeah, you add it up. <laughs> uh, what what uh, Lady uh, Teresa bought. <laughs> a mother Teresa bought and uh, what uh, mom, Jimmy Mac right? bought. Well, I guess she yep. bought it, but for me, for for the for the guys. So we're, we're gonna right. get on, we're gonna get on the dock here this weekend. No, we don't have the shirts, so it'll be next time. And well, we hopefully, we, new merch, new merch coming soon. Got, so nothing, got, no, nothing no, to no, we got about. them, and, and and everybody's coming up this weekend. Oh, so good. You, well, perfect then. You're gonna see. But yeah, it, we're gonna be out there, and I'm gonna challenge everybody, all your fans. To, you know, show off your merch, uh, post, uh, stand up there with your families. Let's see it. Be I feel like I gotta make it. a, I gotta make a, a Jimmy Mac, a Jimmy Mac merch, Ooh. just your own item for all your Jimmy. fans out there. My dad. <laughs> yeah. You might get some I, of the older people then. Yeah. You'll get, <laughs> and, uh, put my white Mustang on there too. And the back or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> Jimmy Mac. My dad likes to think he has a fan club out there too. You know, a fan club. What do you mean of, think? Of I, I just I don't know who it would be. I went to I've lunch a, with three of them last week. I, I went to lunch again this week with one of them. <laughs> That's your friends. That's not your fan club. That's different. Well, both. It's sort of both. <laughs> Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Jimmy Mac merch. I'll put it on the I'll put it on the list, but I can't yeah. I, I went can't out, guarantee uh, it's gonna happen. I went out to uh, you know to a restaurant this week, Steve, again. And I, I came out about COVID as I far know. as I know. <laughs> right. How was how was your, your big day out? Yeah, it was big. You know, I went over, yeah. went over to the oh yeah, cool day. I went over to the VA clinic to do blood work. Last time they kept us out in the hot sun. You know, uh, kept us six feet apart until there was a chair available inside. Then they marched us in there and and kept us waiting for about twenty five minutes. This <laughs> week, whole different system. Yeah. You pull up to where you normally pull in. They got these little cones you can't get in. So you drive down. You hope to get in the other little driveway. So a lady standing here with her clipboard. And she, she asks you all these questions. Of course, temperature and all this. And then she this, says. Just to, get to go to the restaurant. No, this is a VA. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the restaurant. I'm like, wow, this is that's pretty intense. They're taking your temperature at the restaurant. <laughs> no, this is the with VA clinic for blood work. Yeah. And then yeah, she okay. uh, gives me okay. a that, number. That makes more sense. She gives me a number and says, drive up here and stay in your car. And this guy, he's sat in the middle of the parking lot shouting out the numbers. I had, I looked down, I had 89. And uh, the number called out was 70. And I had lunch plans in an hour and a half. And I said, oh, my God, this thing, might, who, how long is this going to take? <laughs> Did you raise hell? 
No, not over not. there. No way, baby. <laughs> what happens if you race hell over there? I don't know, but I wanted to get in there and get out. You know, yeah, you know yeah. normally it took five minutes before COVID. It was it literally. I could walk in. They would <laughs> stick me, get my blood out while I was walking, basically, into the room. <laughs> and I was out in less than five minutes, Stephen. It was, I seriously, right. it was almost not a anymore. drive-through, I swear. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's it. In your car. And then, of course, some guys have got the car on. You can't hear. You know, I, that, I started to scream out about that. Everybody's got their Too windows much. up. You know, air con- it was really a nice morning. <laughs> anyway, uh, it worked out great. And then I went out and met Ken uh, down at the restaurant. I was about nine minutes late. So, uh, well, that's not bad. Not too bad. Not I thought bad. you were talking the restaurant. Like, that's a very militant restaurant you got there. Then have you got a, but they meet you in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. They're going to meet you outside. And wow. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's funny. It's always good for you to check in. We, we checked out about the, um, we heard all about the, uh, the bidet. I feel like we, this, this is a good one. This is a good, 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 good. catch up with you. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you. Put my mom back on. All right. Love you. All right. Love you. <laughs> You're not going to listen to me out here, right? You're not going to record me out here, Steve, right? Here you go. You mean edit it out? <laughs> he didn't even say anything when he left. That was so unlike him. I thought I was, I was ready for his little when he left. <laughs> <laughs> no, today, he, went though, out, he went out quietly today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got a question for you before we move on. I kind of want your your motherly opinion on this. So, okay, I told you that there is a, a group of people that just like to say not great things about me, right? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's like hard on me because it's people that like to my face are are you know say nice things, and then behind my back, I've found out they say not as nice things to me. Mm-hmm. So I um I got a text message yesterday from one of these people mm-hmm. and it was very nice and it was um so nice to my face and i'm like at a point now where i'm trying to figure out what to do when these people are nice to my face but i know they're being not so nice behind my back do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm like so do i just do i just keep the friendly camaraderie and just say okay great thanks yeah i hope you're well mm-hmm. or Am I supposed to confront people that I know are being nasty behind my back? That's where I'm struggling today with. Well, how do you know they're being nasty behind your back? I have just heard from other people that uh, in the same the same circle. And have these other people taken you into their trust? Have they told you this confidentially? Uh, yeah, I would assume, I would assume it was confidential. So if you say something to them about you hypocrite, <laughs> right? Why, I know. why are you acting nice to my face? Wants. And that's what my body wants. It wants to be like, F you. Uh, I know what you're behind my back. I know. You know? I, I, but you're betraying someone's trust because is it, isn't it most likely that they will know who the source was that yeah, told you that. So. And then you endanger the friendship of that other person because they could call them up and say, why did you say that? Why did you tell him that? So you what know, am now, I supposed to do with it Now then? he's That's... mad with me. I think yeah. that you just know these people for who they are. 
mm. and proceed with caution. So then do I just, do I just respond back with like, okay, great. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. Like knowing that they don't have my best interest in heart. Well, you can, do, you can respond back any way you want or not respond at all. You don't have to respond. I'm struggling with that today. I'm just, I, I, yeah, the text came in. I'm just like, Oh, do I play the game just to like keep everybody kosher? Or do I like stand mm-hmm. up for myself and like mm-hmm. say something? No, well, there is a time to stand up for yourself and I'm not saying you shouldn't stand up for yourself. I'm just saying that if that means betraying the trust of a friend that's important and valuable to you, then I would just proceed with caution. Yeah. It's because tough. especially tough. if they know, if it's a likely source. Right. If it could be 10 people, that's one thing. But if it's most likely one person, then that means that that person is not going to trust you. Your friend who right. who told you is not going to trust you. Nah, so it's just a, hard. It's a hard dilemma. Hard, I know. I but know. you don't have to respond at all. I know, I know, but then I feel like that's only giving them more fuel. Well, he didn't respond to my text when I texted him the other day. Hmm. I'm just like, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to some positivity, shall we? Let's get to a quote for today, Mom. Okay, so this um, kind of piggybacks on what we were talking about yesterday about how do you know what's going to happen in your life, right. and if it's all predestined, then why even worry about it? And this is a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. She says, if life were predictable, it would cease to be life and be without flavor. Hmm. Right? That sounds nice. A good vanilla ice cream. (laughs) Sounds sounds pretty tasty right now. So life is unpredictable. And sometimes flavors are good. (laughs) And sometimes flavors are bad, right? Yeah. Well, I guess that's right. Yeah. You know, we've, we've had this conversation many times about how I feel like if I could just be given the book of life <laughs> and be able to be told every, you know, every mm. move of every single day of every single second, mm. I feel like that would really make me happy. That would no. really like give me like the opportunity to dodge any kind of, um, yeah, conflict. any kind of conflict. <laughs> like, aha, I knew this was coming, you know, like if you knew, if you knew, you, you had the option to know how your whole life was going to go. Would you take it? Honestly, oh, you would, right? Me? No, yeah. absolutely Why? not. Why? Absolutely not. Because I think life is full of delightful surprises and it would be so boring if you knew what was going to happen. But it'd still be delightful. <laughs> you would just know it was coming. But okay, cool. And well, like three years. Delightful. In three years, I'm going to know this is going to be this delightful thing's going to happen. That's something to look forward to. But then you don't anticipate anything. You don't wonder about anything. You're not encouraged by anything. Your life would be a total drag. No. (laughs) I don't know. It sounds pretty nice. It's part of it that really sounds really sounds nice to me. Life is as as a surprise every day. Something new yeah. can happen every single day of our life. Good and bad. <laughs> exactly. That's Good why that's why life is in the transitions, right? That's true. The book I'm reading by Bruce Feiler. Life is in the transitions. We have to be able to maneuver and to have a plan B and just be able to transition and move with change. Right. 
So. Well, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, but I know someday she don't like it, but it's the way life is, and it's the way I know. it's the way we manage it that makes life bearable or unbearable. Little did I know that I was going to come home and maybe possibly be a criminal today about <laughs> not filling out my census because form. Because you didn't send in your census. Mm-hmm. I wish they would. I wish they would send me a $100 fine right now. I'll tell you what. I would have a field day with that. Like, maybe come that's on. why they were coming to your door today. They were Arrest issuing me. a subpoena. They're going to serve me with a... Arrest. Yeah, right. They're going <laughs> to... Yep. There's a paddy wagon waiting outside to load up you and all your neighbors who have not <laughs> completed their census. <laughs> and they're going to take you all to jail and yeah. say, you must do this or the next step is prison. Do it. Do yeah. it. Just do Fill it. Fill it out. <laughs> or else you get the, well, you get stoned in the town square. Right. Exactly. It's so archaic. All of this really does. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. In a minute, we're going to do our follow-up Fridays. We've got a couple stories I want to follow up with here. People that have, you know, um, we, we've reached out for Ask My Mom Helps, and then we've given it to them. But, like, whatever happens afterwards, that's really what we've, we've done. And remember the guy or the woman that was dating the guy for over a year now that wouldn't commit? Well, she's made a decision, but like, oh. was it her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but yeah. do you agree with it? We get to that here in just a couple of minutes on mm-hmm. the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. I mean, uh, I'm I'm not great at filling out census, but I'm just, I'm not, because <laughs> the last thing I say about the census today. It it's takes just, it like, takes ten minutes. It's where do yeah, you live? Who lives in your house? You and Kiki. Dogs okay, don't but, count. But let me <laughs> let me tell you what else you can do in ten minutes. So that's join SDCCU. Like mm-hmm. literally, it can be that, and that's much more productive to me than taking the census. I just much don't more feel gratifying. Like yes, it is. Works than filling out the census. Mm-hmm. Uh, any you know SDCCU, the online and mobile banking. You can deposit your checks. You can check your balances. You can view your account history, you can pay bills, and so much more. And that's all from your computer or your smartphone. I love the app. The app's so cool because it has the face ID on uh, on the iPhone, so you just like boop. Because I never remember my passwords either. <laughs> Pops up. I pay bills. I check balances. Um, I, when you're unemployed, checking balances is a very, uh, a very important thing to be able to do easily. Um, and yeah, you can join. Like, that's the thing is like you can do it right now at sdccu.com. It takes about ten minutes to get it done. I'm a big fan of these guys. You will be too. San Diego County Credit Union. It's not big bank banking. It's better. Message and data rates apply. Federally insured by NCUA. For details or to open your account, just go to sdccu.com. Speaking of that, reminds me that app. I got my free shipping.com rebate today. Oh, did you? And it's already in my bank account. See, mobile banking because is easy like mobile that, right? banking is so easy. If you, if you don't use mobile banking nowadays, and I just, like, I don't know why how wouldn't you? Do it. I don't know how you, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even I, I can know. do it. If I can do it, anyone <laughs> can do it, right? I feel like for all of our endorsements, that needs, needs to be like, can mom do it? And if so, then yes. you feel like, like it's easy enough for you to do too, right? Yes. Yeah, so I can do that. I can do Skillshare. Yes. 
Okay, well, well, good. We're moving right along to Skillshare then. Mm-hmm. Skillshare is a sponsor of today's show, and we're so thankful for Skillshare for being here. Uh, it is an online learning community where millions of people come together to take the next steps in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes and with uh, for creative and curious people on topics including illustration and design and photography and video and freelancing and more. Um, Mom has taken the iPhone uh, photo class. She learned about Lightroom app. Uh, you took a nature photography course. I am taking nature photography. And oh, right now? I'm also, yes. And I'm also going to do creative writing. Oh, good. That'd be really good. Yes. You know, I, like I said, I've, I've got this top secret project going on. My life's a little crazy right now, but I can't wait. I mean, I've been on there to explore the site and it's it's like made for people like me. People like, I, I'm assuming you're probably the same way because I feel like this is a like-minded community. So, um, yeah. Freelance entrepreneurship, uh, creative writing, fine art. You got your music and music productions, uh, your productivity. There's just so many different things that you can learn on there. So if you stop uh, learning, you stop growing. It's true. So why it not? Is. You know, mm-hmm. for curious people like me and you. So it's, the best thing too is to get your two free, your two month free membership. That's a premium membership. You get absolutely free by going to Skillshare.com slash Kramer, Skillshare.com slash Kramer, Skillshare.com slash Kramer. All right. Let's, um, no new certified fans today. That's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Come on uh, guys. Join the wanna, fam. Do you want to say uh, hi to all the other certified fans and give them a whoop whoop just listening right now, mom? Yes. Love our certified fans. Love our certified fan fam. It's <laughs> fantastic. We have such a good time. We all support one another and we just post every day and just connect. It's wonderful. So whoop whoop to all our certified fans. We love we- you forever. We can't not do it now. I feel like it's such a thing, right? I know. Uh, so if you want to become a certified fan, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 and think, actually, you know what? We may actually have somebody that just joined. I think I just saw the email. Let me, let me take really? that. Before I say that, let me, let me go in here and just check Sorry. really quick. Okay. I totally forgot. We did have somebody brand new join. Here we go. Veronica S. from Chula Vista here in San Diego. Wonderful. Whoop. I want to forget about you, Veronica. Thank you so much for joining. And, you know, you get all kinds of perks. You get $5 off of the merch store, the fan uh, Facebook page. You get all kinds of cool discounts and uh, some new things coming up soon that I think you're really going to enjoy. So mm-hmm. you can uh, you can join today. Okay, so we started a new thing. I don't know how, how many t- – it just depends how many responses I can get called Follow-Up Friday. It's where I've reached out to a couple people that have done Ask My Moms, and you know we all gave them advice. You guys called in with advice, but like whatever happened after – after the advice, right? Mm-hmm. So I take time to reach out and be like, hey, like, what's going on? I thought we would uh, we'd follow up with a couple of stories today. First one is going to be about the the young woman that has basically was asking, how long do you wait around for someone to get their act together, right? She met a guy. It had been a year. Uh, but his year honestly had been pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> they had dated for a couple of months and then – or maybe it was actually it was a couple of weeks. Yeah, three weeks in. Mm-hmm. Um his mom died, right? So then he was, she was like there the whole time by his side trying to help him get everything put back together in his life. And so then things started to seem coming normal around uh, the holidays. And then he lost his job early in the year. And so he's like, I just don't want to, I can't like commit to being in a relationship. I don't feel like I'm in the right mindset. 
to do. He wanted to wait. He wanted, I'm just kind of reading back through a message. He wanted to wait until he got a feedback on the ground professionally now before he like committed to being a good partner for somebody else, which I, by the way, I understand. I get it. I I get like where his mind is, uh, is coming from anyway. Uh, so I reached out to her because most of you guys are saying that like six months is probably the mark. And that like, at, at some point you're just giving too much. And if he's not giving it back, then like, what are you doing? What's the point of it? Right? So, I said, I don't know that there is a time limit on it. You got to like get this guy time, you know, and if you really care about him and he's not, obviously it's not like he's just dragging his feet for a year for no reason. Um, so I don't know. I didn't know how she was going to take all the advice. Anyway, she says, um, hi, I know I heard the calls and the opinions. I just, I feel like nobody understands how much I care about this man. I talked to my mom shortly after I wrote you. She thought I should give him an expiration date, LOL, because I do want to get married to him. So I told him that he has six months to propose to me or I'm going to move on. Wow. Um, He got frustrated and said that he feels pressured now. I told him that I need to move on with my life and I want to do it with him. So I told him my move on date is February 7th, 2021. Keep your fingers and your toes crossed. Ha ha ha. Hmm. Uh, that one, that was like a surprising to me. Um, hmm. How do you feel? How does that make you feel mom when it comes to like, obviously, I mean, it's like she got the confidence because before it was kind of like, she was just kind of dragging her feet. I don't want right. to. Um, and I don't know if it was our advice or her mom's advice, but right. it sounds like now she's kind of like, whoa, this is what we're going to do. Here's the plan. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, you're either with me or you're not. You've got until literally the 7th of February. <laughs> um, but it, 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 honestly, it gives me anxiety. But how does that make you feel? Do you think that's like the responsible thing to do? It's still six months. It's a long time. It's a year and a half at that point. They've been at least whatever they're it, doing. It is. And, you know, not knowing their relationship because all relationships are different. But I'm proud of her for telling her, for telling him what she needed and what her expectations were. Yeah. So I hope I hope that works out for them. I can't say if it will or it won't. Um, but I am proud of her for letting him know and being clear about her expectations. I wonder because you know she. My ex will deny this story, but I swear it's true. Is that she? When we basically, she told me like, I, I want to, I'm like ready to get married. And Mm -hmm. after a year, if you're not ready to propose and I want to move on, well, a year came and like, I wasn't quite ready. Mm -hmm. Um, I still kind of needed more time, but I felt that pressure Mm -hmm. to do so. And now look how that turned out. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, I mean, and I don't know. I just don't know that ultimatums like that work. I mean, I did feel more pressure than to do it because she was like, I'm 26. I'm getting old, which is so funny in my head now. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I just don't know that that's like, how do you, anybody listening right now, put an ultimatum on somebody and how did that, how did that go? Mm-hmm. Are you glad you did? Are you glad you put an ultimatum on somebody? Or do you, uh, do you wish you wouldn't have, do you wish that maybe it turned out terribly because you were just trying to kind of rush the process? Mm -hmm. I just don't know the ultimatums. I, I, I'm just not big on like timelines Mm -hmm. when it comes to 
life needs to be a certain way by a certain time or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Um, and, and so many people get married. I mean, you know, your friend did and your cousin did just because all their friends were. And right. the girls yeah. were like, right. you know, so they're getting married. So what's wrong with us? Right. You know, it's peer pressure. Um, That's what I'm saying. The whole thing is so weird. It's just such a weird, we put such weird expectations on ourselves mm-hmm. to have certain things done by a certain time or act a certain way or, right. and I don't know that, I mean, I'm not saying that it's wrong. I just, I'm, it's just very, uh, what's the word? Like, it just puts a lot of like unnecessary expectations Mm-hmm. On something that like, why can't you just do it like when the time is right? Mm-hmm. You know, like why does he have to like know by a certain day? Like, I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't well, know if that's, and, not, if that's like the right move or not. But and I, I don't. will say too, for women, a lot of times it's their biological clock ticking. If, what is that if, even they, if they want to have children, you know, they're but thinking like they want to have, have babies like into their forties and fifties. Uh, I know they do now, but they haven't always. Yeah, but that's what but I'm saying. Like, that, that, that depends, that's, but that's like, a decision between you and your and your partner too. It's not yeah. it's not the female's decision about when they have babies. It's a decision between the two of you. So I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't feel know. I don't feel great about that. But uh, anyway, yeah. there's the update for that one. Uh, yeah. Let's take one more. I talked to the guy. You remember the guy that was dating the? This is a while. This is like back in probably March, uh, he was dating a woman that had a, a mixed child. She was white and her, the, her son's father was black. Yes. And this was like right when all of the black lives matter stuff had happened. And, um, she was like posting things like all lives matter mm-hmm. and some other like somewhat racist stuff on her Facebook. And mm-hmm. it was like, I do not feel comfortable with that at all. Mm-hmm. And, we were all, I mean, we were all kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. like, what are you supposed to say? I, I didn't even think it was worth a conversation. My mom, you thought though that like he still needed to have that conversation, right? Yes. Yes. That he needed to have that conversation with her about his feelings about it. And I felt so much compassion for the little kid. Yeah. To yeah, have to weird. deal with that, you know? It was a really super tricky situation. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, I wasn't really shocked by his response um, because he asked at the end, he said, you know, uh, it's really offensive and your podcast makes me want to speak up on the issues that I think are offensive to others, but I don't even know if I have a place to say anything because her son is half black. Should Mm -hmm. I? Do you think I should break up with her? Man, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I asked, you know, I was like, what happened with you guys? Like, did you decide to say something to her? He said, "I, I couldn't do it. Honestly, it only got worse she started to tell me about slavery, how it was a hoax. Oh. And that's when I had enough. Oh. <laughs> I honestly just feel so bad for her son. Oh. I want to adopt him oh. to get him away from her. It's just too much. Oh. Nobody should be saying that, but especially with a mixed child. No. Um, oh. That's, that story to me is just crazy. I don't oh. know how you bring a child into this world oh. and you – have all the, you know, it's, mm. I'm not a parent, but I, mm. I just know, I know right and wrong. And I just no. can't imagine having a parent, mom say that kind of stuff when you've no. got a child half black. Yeah. Doesn't make sense, He's going to you know? carry those things with him. No. Oh, I, know. So bless his I think hard. 
I think he made the best decision to just bail. That does yeah. not sound like a person you want to, you know, yeah. hopefully I don't even know. It's just not his responsibility though, to fix that. You know, that's some deep seated stuff. Like it is free is a hoax. I, what the hell does that even mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's probably the best case scenario to be honest with you, you know? Well, for him, maybe. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I don't even know what you do. Like, it's not your but, child. You can't really tear. You can't tell her how to parent her child, can no, you? No, and and she may not even listen. I know, but I I, know. I wish she'd given it a shot. But I but I get it. That takes a tremendous amount of courage to do that. Yeah, it's tough. Um, but yeah, hopefully, the kid will be okay. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Well, we get some new Ask My Moms next week, and we've got um, next Friday. We won't do follow-up Friday, but we're going to do uh, Mystic Michaela will be on. I know a lot of people have been asking about this secret project, and I've been you know telling you a little bit here and there when I can. I think, and don't mark me to this yet, but if I can give you a time frame, I think it's going to be uh, September the 1st. That I can mm. tell you, which will be a couple of weeks. Sorry, um, which will be the following Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Following Tuesday, I should be able to tell you a little bit more on on that situation. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't know, but don't hold me to that. But it's probably going to be the week of the thirty first. But I'm thinking it's going to be that Tuesday, the first. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, that's when I can uh, I can share a little bit more. All right, mom, that's it for this week. I love you. We'll see you back here on Monday for a new show. Okay. Yes, love you forever. Okay, two good news stories for your Friday. They both actually have to do with weddings. And we'll start over in Texas. There was a couple named Carlos and Grace. And they got met with the ultimate wedding crasher, which was COVID-19. And so it looked like, oh my gosh, like what are we going to do? Because Carlos actually ended up in the hospital, which is super scary, right? So instead of partying with his bachelor pals the week of his wedding he's what he was supposed to be doing he found himself in the icu fighting a losing battle in san antonio's method hospital hooked up to life support and his condition kept declining so when one of the nurses whose name is matt found out about the patient's derailed nuptials he was immediately struck with this idea like why don't we still give them a wedding we'll just do it right here in the hospital and that wedding may have actually just saved his life. They were saying that his once that Matt kind of pitched this idea of doing an in-hospital wedding or in ICU wedding, Carlos's mood, his expectation that they say positivity and you know, the right mindset can be half the battle sometimes. So he starts to come around, right? With the wedding being back on, they said that they were able to actually remove the feeding tube and Carlos is able to eat and drink on his own, which was a big deal. Everything overall started getting better for him so this couple tied the socially distanced knot on april uh, i'm sorry not april august the 11th grace wore her wedding dress and veil along with a hospital mask and carlos along with his best man who was now matt the nurse sported a matching tuxedo shirt and rather than walking the bride down the aisle they actually uh, wheeled the groom in bed and all and the two had a wedding ceremony right there in ICU. Listen. With this ring, I be wed in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Now that you and Carlos and Yvette have consented together in holy matrimony and pledged your faith to each other by giving and receiving of rings 
before God and these witnesses, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I pronounce you man and wife. What therefore God has joined, let no man put asunder. You may kiss the bride. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think out of all the wedding stories we've heard in 2020, that's the one that I'm like, damn, they really weren't going to let coronavirus get in the way of their wedding. There's no way. All right. Hospital story again. Love story again. This one over in England. So little baby Kobe was born 10 weeks early. He weighed just three pounds, and it was a tricky time for his parents, Cyan and John. And they were unable to introduce him to family and friends due to the COVID-19 restrictions. So romantic John enlisted the help of his two-day-old son and the nurses to help surprise Cyan. On August 3rd, he popped a note into Kobe's incubator alongside an engagement ring asking if mommy would marry daddy. Cyan actually was so overwhelmed to see that her son was able to uh, breathe without the breathing machine. At first, she didn't even notice the note, but then, of course, she said yes. I was so shocked. I really didn't expect it, and I was really overwhelmed. I can't imagine what it's like to have a baby in ICU. That's got to be super scary, right, for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. So to be able to spread that moment of joy. Now, these two actually already have a four-year-old, and they've been together for eight years. And they said they're going to start planning the wedding process once Kobe gets home. Very cute. So uh, let's, it would make me laugh here for Friday, and this woman makes me laugh like nobody else. Tiffany Haddish also had the census workers show up at her house. She may also be a, 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 a prisoner one day because of this. And I, She actually got the chance to experience the census worker. The census, they came to my house. The numerator came knocking on my door. This little, little white man with glasses, he come knocking at my door, and he goes, hello, I'm with the U.S. government. I'm with the census, and we're taking account, and we just want to know how many people live in this household. And I was like, it's just me. <laughs> it's just me. And he was like, he was like, uh, what's the nationality? And I was like, American. And he goes, no, 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 what's the race? And I was like, really, motherfucker? Is that what we doing? <laughs> We bringing racism to my front door on this day when I'm already not happy? What are you doing? What, what are you, colorblind or something? And he was like, why, yes, I am. I'm very colorblind. I was like, oh, shit. And I had went back into my brain, like, and I had like a vaso raven moment, right? And I had a whole conversation with myself, like, girl, this is your chance. What do you mean this is my chance? Obama said it's time for change. He did say it's time for change. Well, you could be whatever you want to be. Well, what should I be? Well, you got a car and you know a gang of Asians. You right, I do got a car and I do know a gang of Asians. Well, put that shit together, girl. I'm Caucasian. <laughs> and he said, great. And he checked the white box and my life has been fantastic ever since, y'all. Oh my God, it is so awesome being white. It is so fucking cool. Three days after I became a white woman on paper, my credit score went up by 300 points, okay? <laughs> it is so awesome. Like, look, last year, I slept with 87 dudes. Nobody called me a hoe or nothing. They said I was an entrepreneur. I'm a businesswoman, okay? This right here, you can write this off on your taxes, yo. Write your house off on your taxes. Six inches of office space. We have meetings. Okay, that is it. Thank you so much for listening today. Man, I was so tired for this show. I appreciate you being here today for this one. Uh, we did another week. So happy you're here. Thank you for being a part. Would love you to be a certified fan. Just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. I love you so much. And thank you for sticking with me here. Um, life starts to ease out just a little bit in a couple of weeks. And like I said, probably early September. I'll be able to talk to you more about this new project. So, all right, I love you. Have a great weekend. See you back here Monday. Goodbye.
Kramer. Hey, it's Eileen from Flowery Branch. Just wanted to mention something about the podcast uh, yesterday. You mentioned dogs or your dog sleeping with you. Um, when I met my husband, um, he already had a dog. And so Bella, who is our 13-year-old border collie slash Sheltie, sleeps in our bed. Um, and I don't so much have a problem with that, but she doesn't cuddle or snuggle. She sleeps in between my feet at the foot of the bed, and she sheds like nobody's business. That's my pet peeve. And even if I put a blanket down um, over top of our comforter, um, she digs and like she's turning down your side of the bed, but she sleeps on the foot of the bed. So my advice is just like with kids, do not let them sleep in your bed. Never, never, never. Don't do it. Don't ever start. Have a great day. Look forward to the show today. Hey, Kramer. It's Dante from San Diego. I'm calling about that. Ask my mom about the guy with the chemo roommate. One of your few guy listeners, so I figured I'd chime in with this perspective. A couple things. One, it sounds like either the roommate is actually flirty or the listener has some uh, insecurities to work through, right? Relationships are about trust, and if you can't trust a guy, then maybe he's not the one. Um, I have a lot of friends who are girls and any partner of mine would have to be confident enough in herself and our relationship to be okay with the friendships that I have roommate or not. Uh, one of my female friends is actually living with a guy who also happens to be her ex. Uh, there are a lot of question marks about that, but they're both single and separated. Uh, and now they're both happily engaged with other partners. So it, it can't work. And two, can we normalize talk about female health? Like, is it really that bad to openly talk about birth control and periods? Um, I mean, I guess you wouldn't have these ask my mom if everyone had their insecurity sorted out. So there's that. Uh, I don't know. But anyway, love listening. Um, looking forward to where you're headed. And I'll uh, love you forever. Thanks again. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. <laughs>